The blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading from the second Sunday in Lent, in the Lenten season. We're looking at Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 8, the call of Abram, Abraham, or Abram as he's called here yet, because his name hadn't yet been changed by God. The Lord had said to Abram, I leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram left as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moray at Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there, he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. My dear fellow believers in the promises of God, the Lord didn't have to call Abraham, Abram, or you and me into his believing family. He didn't have to do that, but the Lord is, was gracious to Abraham and also to you and to me. He called Abraham and us to himself, separating ourselves, making us into his, members of his believing family. And now we're in an unbelieving world, largely. But the fact is, is that God doesn't want us to be a part of that unbelieving world. And now what I mean by that is he wants us to be separate from the unbelieving world while still living in it. Separate in that we're living as God's believing children, of course. And as we live as God's believing children, then we can enjoy the Lord's blessings. Remember, of course, the Lord promises to bless us. He told Abram, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Well, think of the blessings that the Lord outlines there for Abram. But of course, the greatest blessing that the Lord was talking about with Abraham is in those words, all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. That's God's promise to Abraham that he would have that one great descendant 
who would be a blessing to every member of the human race. And what I mean by that is, well, that's of course what Jesus was. He was a blessing to every member of the human race. He is a blessing to every member of the human race because think about what Jesus actually did. He came into this world and he lived a perfect life so that he could give to everyone his righteousness, his holiness. And he died an innocent death on the cross so that he could give to everyone his blood shed to pay for the sins of all people. He did that for everyone so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. When God called Abraham to himself, he didn't call Abraham because he was going to deprive him of any joy or happiness or any blessing. He called him with the intent of just giving him the greatest blessings possible. The greatest blessings possible, thinking of, well, his faith, his hope, love in Christ, the forgiveness of sins, eternal life. And likewise, when the Lord calls us to himself, when he calls us to be his believing children, he has the exact same intent with us as well. He calls us to himself and the Lord promises to bless us. He wants to shower us with the blessings of his grace and mercy. So may we never be like the people of Jerusalem concerning whom Jesus made this observation. He said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See what Jesus is telling us, reminding us of something very tragic. The only way we believers can miss out on God's blessings is if we would reject or abandon them. If we let sin and unbelief separate us from our God. Now, of course, remember what God is always going to do is try to do everything he can to keep us safe and protected. Well, Moses says, though, so Abram left as the Lord had told him, and they arrived there. What the Lord was doing, of course, is he was calling Abram into action, and he was also going to give Abraham the help and the strength that he needed to move forward to live his life for the Lord. And well, what the Lord has done for us also is he's called us into action to live our lives for the Lord and the spread of his kingdom. And, and like Abraham, what God is going to do is give us all the help and the strength that we need to live our lives for the Lord, to move forward, to fight against Satan and sin and, and win. And when through faith we're on the Lord's side like that, 
we'll be amazed at what we can do as we strive to live our lives for the Lord. Our reading concludes, So Abram built an altar there to the Lord, who had appeared to him. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent, with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. That last phrase is one that's very significant. To call on the name of the Lord? Well, what Abram did is that means that he gathered together all of his household and gathered them together for a public worship service. How similar their worship would have been to ours. They would have thought about the promises of God and about the sin of people and, and how we deserve God's wrath and punishment, but how we have the promises of God. And, and isn't that what we do in our worship services as well? But they gathered for public worship services like that to thank God for his promised blessings like Abram and his household. Let's regularly and faithfully gather together to worship our Lord, to worship our Lord who promises us and does actually give us such amazing blessings. Our Savior, his grace, his love, and ultimately he's going to give us heaven forever. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you didn't have to call Abram to be your, the father of your chosen people. You didn't have to choose us either, but you did. You are and were gracious to Abraham and to us. Thank you for calling us into your believing family. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.